0: and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice.
1: So many people get overwhelmed when they think about financial planning, investing, and wealth management. They think it's over their heads. They're intimidated. And you know what? Cut the music. Stop it. Don't worry. We'll show you the ropes. It's all good. This is the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. We're about more than just creating short-term wealth. We're all about creating a lasting family legacy. We're your go-to source for demystifying those intimidating financial topics. We're here to make the complex world of money simple, straightforward, and accessible. We'll break down the barriers that often make investing seem confusing and overwhelming. So whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out on your financial journey, This podcast is for you. Tune in for valuable insights, actionable advice, and a whole lot of financial wisdom. This is the Wealth Accelerator Podcast, and this is Hunter Lowry.
0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. All right, what if the market crashes, then what? Before we dive into it though, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, We're into the beginning days of October already. Halloween decorations are going up everywhere. I'm already getting the advertisements on Facebook for the haunted houses, the corn mazes, all the Halloween festivities. Then all of a sudden, Thanksgiving's going to be here, Christmas, and boom, all of a sudden, my favorite podcast of the year, the New Year's Resolution podcast. <laughs> it's all right around the corner. Uh, the time's going to pass, whether we like it or not. So, I mean, we might as well get a move on here. So, are you currently thinking yourself, looking back in January of this year, last time I did the New Year's Resolution podcast, are you thanking yourself for the actions that you took back in January? Or you wish you would have stuck with some of those goals and now you're waiting until january 2024 to try it all over again hopefully you're starting to reap some of the fruits of your labor from sticking with it and staying on track so okay i'm going to change courses here a little bit but we'll come back to that this past weekend I went down and played in a golf tournament with one of my good buddies from college. We were actually roommates and we both played on the golf team together. So every year we try to go play in a golf tournament somewhere together. And this year we went down to Napomo, California. It's basically right next to san luis obispo uh so right near the ocean it was so nice the course was beautiful it was called monarch dunes if you've ever been down in that area amazing track it was pretty tough um decently tight all of the they don't really have rough and stuff it's kind of just like beach sand and weeds which is kind of cool but it's really hard to hit out of um and it was super windy so the course was playing Pretty decently tough, but it was such a cool layout and really, really pretty. Um, So we played in the USGA four-ball qualifier. And if you've listened for a while, last year uh, we played in a four-ball qualifier, and we actually did qualify together, and we got to go play Spyglass. I had talked about that a little bit. So um, we were looking to qualify again and go play another really cool course. And the four ball tournaments, they're so much fun because you play your own ball the whole time, which I love, but you take whoever had the better score out of the two of you. So you're playing for yourself, but you get a teammate that you can also rely on if you maybe have a bad hole or they have a bad hole or whatever. So nowadays, I really don't play that much tournament golf anymore. It's just once a year when we do this. So you know, you're standing on the first tee. They've got the big tent and all the USGA swag everywhere. And then the starter there that he he's saying, "Okay, now standing on the tee is Hunter Lowry from Auburn, California." And and everybody start. Everybody, there's four or five people that are watching. They they do the little golf clap, and it kind of gets your heart going a little bit, even though again, literally nobody's really there. it's just a couple other people that are in your group. And then one of the guys that we were playing against, his girlfriend was walking the course with him. So she was there too. And she gave the little golf clap, but there's maybe a total of six people watching you tee off. But even still, um, you know, I'm, I'm so bad about this. I've got to fight it hard. I start to get these thoughts coming into my head. Okay, what if I top my driver? What if I duck hook it into the houses? What if I just swing and miss the ball? <laughs> I mean, the worst case scenarios, they start to creep in. And it's honestly so dumb. I've I've played so much golf now. I don't ever top it. I, I I don't normally, you know, do terrible swings and duck hook it into houses. I mean, it can happen, but that doesn't normally happen. And when I'm playing with my buddies, I don't even have that thought come into my head. I just play. But you know how it is. Sometimes the demons come and they take over your thoughts and you just go to right right straight to worst case scenario. And when that happens, really what I do is I just try to tell myself, okay, what if I top it? Then what? Well, I've gotta hit it again, so whatever. All right, what if I hit it out of bounds into the houses? Again, I just gotta re-tee and hit it again, so who cares? But once you think about this, you know, I can settle in and, and refocus and, and hit that first tee shot. And actually hit it well, right down the middle of the fairway and off we went. Unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't the fairy tale ending that we were hoping for. We went on to shoot six over par as a team, which was really not good. Uh, we kind of crashed and burned out there. The day before during the practice round, we shot six under together, uh, which would have been fantastic. But again, it's a little bit different when uh, you're playing in a tournament setting, uh, you're a little bit more nervous, a little bit tight. We also had to walk the course, which I'd never walk the golf courses anymore. And this course was super hilly. So (laughs) I was dead tired afterwards. And you know, you think that being in a tournament um, situation and, and having to walk shouldn't have a big impact on you. But Unfortunately, it looks like it did on us. So <laughs> anyways, we're going to try it again next year. Um, hopefully we can qualify that time, but it was a really, really good time. And there is a point to all of this, I promise. What's the worst case scenario for you that's keeping you from moving forward? Back to the idea of you know the, the New Year's Resolution podcast. Are you currently thanking yourself for the actions that you took in January of this year, 10 months ago? Are you thanking yourself for those actions and are you getting rewarded for them now? Maybe it was a health goal. You wanted to hit the gym. You know, well, if you stuck with it by now, 10 months into it, you have without a doubt seen changes if you were dedicated. Or maybe you stopped because you skipped one week and then the thoughts start to creep in. I can't do this. I can never stick to this. Why did I even try it? It never works. And with our finances, it's really easy to go right to worst case scenario too and freak ourselves out and stop all or any momentum that we might have. What if the market crashes right when I invest and I can't recover from it? This is a concern that I honestly hear a lot. And sometimes people, you know, makes it makes people stay way too conservative or hold on to large amounts of cash that they don't need to hold on to. All right, so what if the market crashes? Then, you know, right when you invest, market just tanks. Then what? Then I can't live out my financial dreams. I have to work until I'm 115 and I never ever recover. No, not at all. Realistically, maybe if you're invested too aggressively at that point, you know, and you were getting close to retiring right when you invest your money and the market just absolutely crashes, maybe you gotta work a couple extra years past your ideal retirement age, maybe. But that's if you were overexposed to risk and you really took a big hit. On the flip side, if you had built out a financial plan and stress tested it against market downturns, then you would have been invested in a way that you could be confident would absorb that hit and not destroy your goals when you're getting close to the time of needing your money, we have to change the strategy from growth mode to having some preservation in there. We have got to include some investments that provide some sort of that protection and some consistent income, no matter what the market is going to do. Because if we have that set up and we know that we can cover your fixed expenses with investments that are not affected by market volatility, then we can have a more aggressive bucket on the side that has time to recover. And then guess how many recessions overall that we've never gotten out of? How many times has the market crashed and we did not recover? Zero, big whopping zero, goose egg, nada, nilch. We have always recovered. The market always comes back as long as you have the patience to stay and not sell and panic. Now, not all individual stocks have come back, but major indexes and good mutual funds have always come back. And if you have the ability to be patient or even better yet, turn up the heat during those times, then honestly you have nothing to worry about. So what if I invest my money and a recession hits? That's a terrifying thought if you're investing in things that you do not understand or you don't know why you're using them. Yeah, it can be really scary. But if you have created a plan that is stress tested and you have some investments kicking you income every single month that you can count on, Then recessions are annoying, they're inconvenient, they're a pain, but it's not life-ending. It doesn't ruin your long-term plans and you're not gonna go broke. So you could steal my thought process, and when you have the worst-case scenario pop up, just ask yourself, okay, then what? All right, guys, and if you want help going over your financial plans, Uh, talking about your specific situation and making sure that you are on track to reach all your goals in the most efficient manner, you can always go over to my website at hunterlowry.com and book a one-on-one call right on my calendar. I'd love to talk with you and I would love to help you out. All right, guys, it's a great day. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.
1: You've been listening to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter is a fully licensed financial advisor, and his mission is to equip you with the knowledge and insights you need to make informed financial decisions. His goal is to break down those barriers that often make investing seem confusing and overwhelming. If you'd like to talk about your specific situation, you can contact Hunter directly. Yes, you heard it right. Head on over to HunterLowry.com to book a call. Let's discuss your financial goals and how we can help you achieve them. Get ready to supercharge your wealth and create that lasting legacy. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, rate, and review. Find Hunter on Facebook and Instagram at Hunter Lowry. See you next time on the Wealth Accelerator Podcast.